0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, you know that game, if you could invite six people to a dinner party, dead or alive, who would you choose? Well, you know, (laughs) Stormy Daniels, Prokofiev, Mother Teresa, Walt Disney, you know the sort of thing. Well, look, I've done it, well, sort of. Actually, it was one person. In Florida, at the NASA Space Center. I had a VIP ticket thing where you got a close-up look at spacecraft and the kit and stuff, and lunch. With an astronaut. That's where I met the most extraordinary man, Jean-Lou Chretien, a Frenchman. He'd been a test pilot in their air force. He worked with the European Space Agency and when that closed he learned Russian and flew on the Salyut space station, Salyut 7. When all that came to an end he trained as a US astronaut and was aboard the shuttle in 1997, spacewalks, and the whole nine yards. Well, one day in Walmart, he reached up for a box of screws and it fell on his head. He recovered, but he did enough damage, a head injury, meaning he couldn't fly again. He's since gone on to found and run an optics company in France. Anyway, he was a fascinating man, fascinating company, modest, dare I say ordinary, a font of information and experiences, charming and elegant, the most impressive person I've met before and since. Learning Russian is one thing, learning it well enough to absorb technical stuff and well enough to be an astronaut and then learning English, plus all the what else that's involved in being fit enough and sharp enough to ride into the heavens. A totally inspirational man. Now, I thought of him over the weekend. I watched the BBC three-parter The Space Shuttle That Fell to Earth. It's about the Columbia Space Shuttle. On Saturday, the 1st of February in 2003, on its way back to Earth, it disintegrated, killing seven crew members. It turns out the launch rocket had shed a chunk of insulating foam that struck the reinforced carbon-carbon panels on the wing of the shuttle. The configuration of cameras didn't allow engineers to see the extent of the damage, and foam stripes, as they were called, were not unusual and engineers dismissed it. However, and this is why I want you to watch the program. Several practical, sensible, pragmatic people down the food chain and nearer the action were concerned about the extent of the damage and pressed for imagery from the military or spy satellites or telescopes to assess the what's what. The pressures of budget, schedules, mission objectives and deaf, dumb and blind management said no. Watch the movie. You'll see groupthink, hierarchy, protocols, fiefdoms, mindset and the normalisation of deviance. Schedule and budgets trump safety and bringing seven people safely back to Earth. Failure to imagine failure. We are NASA. Failure to imagine the consequences of failure apart from the deaths. The shuttle program was suspended. The construction of the International Space Station was delayed. The pilot of a search helicopter was killed when his copter crashed whilst looking for debris, some of which was offered for sale on eBay and people were jailed for looting. Reputation management overshadowed everything. Seven families lost loved ones and the world lost seven heroes. Why? Because NASA management turned a hazardous mission into a death trap. How? They didn't listen to the people doing the job. There were no breakdowns in communication at NASA. There weren't any communication. Speaking up was actively discouraged. The phone didn't kill the astronauts. The culture of the organization did. A healthy organization allows information to move up and down and sideways and pushes trust and decisions out and down to the place where they can best be made. Today, a million, of pe- a million people will be in the care of the NHS. Like NASA, the NHS is an organisation working at the limits of knowledge and safety. Like NASA, the NHS is constrained by budgets and workforce. Like NASA, corroded by pressures from targets, reputation management, structural secrecy and people who are discouraged from bringing bad news to the C-suite. Like NASA... We've developed a cultural belief the NHS is safe. Like NASA, who failed to learn from the Challenger disaster 17 years earlier, the NHS has no mechanisms for learnings to actually stick to the system. Like the NHS, NASA was essentially powerless depending on political wins and the budgetary decisions that were made elsewhere. Any manager serious about their business should add something to their desk furniture, along with a laptop, a notepad, pen and the detritus of the job. There should be a model of the space shuttle. Then everyone who knows will know they're dealing with someone serious about listening. And thank you for listening. And I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye